Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Struggling with the Bums. Today we have our holiday episode. Uh, so you guys know, going into this episode, we will be taking a small hiatus for the winter break. The Bums need a little time off to get some cool stuff prepped for you guys for the up and coming year. And that's what we'll be doing. But before we do that, we'll send you off with one more holiday theme episode. Um, please check out our website, uh, www.strugglingbums.com and check out our Instagram. Um, oh my gosh, now my brain is not uh, any saving. At, at the bums, B-U underscore MS. I'm sorry, oh, I'll do better in the future. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about Christmas movies and music, you know? And I'll start this off with Christmas is a big holiday. And I think it's one of those holidays that it encompasses so much to it more than the actual holiday itself, like the theme that it brings with it. So that's why I wanted to kind of talk about the movies that maybe we all do or don't love and some of the songs that we do or don't love. Uh, but starting that off, what, Will, what gets you into the Christmas? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Before oh. you get that, yes, we have Will back as our guest. Oh, and yeah, he will uh, probably be back in the future as well. Don't worry. And the Christmas miracle, we got Daniel back uh, for this episode. is awesome. Uh, glad to all be back together again. So, yeah. My bad. My bad. I was just so excited. I lost my nerve. I don't know. But, but yeah. But, yeah, Will, what gets you into the Christmas spirit? Ooh, what gets me into it? I mean, being from Arizona, uh, the past six months of being 9,500 degree weather, really the cool weather once it strikes, uh, once Halloween ends, really uh, just the weather gets me into it. And just, I don't know, just the atmosphere in general, I feel like changes. People are a little bit happier. Everybody's like kind of winding down, relaxing, getting ready for, for a couple big back-to-back holidays. Okay. Okay. What about you, Eddie? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm one of those people that likes to wait till after Thanksgiving to start getting into the December vibe. Uh, so I don't like seeing all the Home Depot. Well, currently, we're recording this before Thanksgiving for the audience, which is why I'm saying this. Uh, but I guess living in California for so long, it's not so much the weather change, but it's definitely the vibe for sure. I agree with Will. It's the vibe, it's the music, it's all that stuff. So, yeah. Okay. What about you, Daniel? uh the ghost of christmas pass no i'm kidding um uh let's see here probably november 1st is when you hear all that christmas music and everything so i guess that um because there i wouldn't say there's like a specific like switch or anything it's just like literally after halloween and you hit that november 1st uh, the christmas music and all the decorations go up everywhere which i think is hilarious but yeah Fair enough. Yeah, I guess for me, I, I feel like I always see the decorations before I really start thinking about the holiday itself. So I would say that's what starts to get me there. But I'm a big believer in that you shouldn't skip holidays. So I'm not a fan of the people that start celebrating Christmas November 1st. I believe the day after Thanksgiving is the responsible time to start celebrating Christmas. And you cannot have your, and I'm also the type of person that thinks you shouldn't have your Christmas tree up no later than January 5th. I think is acceptable for me personally. What if you just have it up year round? My family. If you're one of, <laughs> if if you're that type of person, we're gonna have to have a camera off off uh, off screen. Hey, don't ever need to put it up or take it down if it's always up. Exactly. I'm the type of person. Look, I've gotten this fight with my mom. I've told her once I get my own place, I'm getting an inflatable Christmas tree. I'm that type of person. Inflatable Christmas pain, tree. Pain. No, Christmas. hold on, hold on. But I think what Daniel was saying actually is a great point. What if you had just a regular pop-up plastic tree that you decorate year-round for each holiday? Exactly. That way you never have to no. put up a Christmas tree. No, no I should No, because no, it's Halloween. I'm it's Halloween kidding. time you put up Halloween stuff. I'm like half kidding. My family did that at one point. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if that's your thing, we're going to have to have a conversation off screen. <laughs> That's all, all the way up into like Chinese New Year's. I, I, oh my gosh, I don't want to talk about the people. Oh, I can't stand those type of people. <laughs> I will say though, the, the lights, I think if you're Catholic, are usually supposed to stay up and oh, I guess Christian too. I guess we're supposed to stay up until uh 
January 6th or something like that. Which I thought is it was like, like, yes, like 12 days after. Was something. it 12 days or whatever? Because it's whenever yeah. the, uh, um, the three when the wise men actually yeah, got visit. there. Yeah. Wow, I'm a shit religious person because I've never heard that ever in my life. But oh, good. I literally learned it like two years ago and I've, you know, been in Catholic while, while we're on it, are you guys, <laughs> do you guys do like a lot of decorating for the holidays? Like, like I'm pretty, I'm a piece of shit like that. Like my mom and sister do it, and I give them shit the entire time. But I, if it was up to me, I would maybe put a wreath on the door and an inflatable Christmas tree. All right, so something. it looks like we know who our Scrooge is. Anyways, <laughs> no, I'm playing, Bryce. I'm playing. You're good. Right, you're good I, go I will say, it. I will say, it is. It sucks to bring out all the stuff because it's a pain to do. But yeah. does it look good? Hell yes. Does it get you in the vibe? Definitely. Like it just, it, it makes it feel like Christmas, you know? So yeah, I think that's all I'll say about that. You could get yeah, a pre-decorated um, tree. You could get what? A pre-decorated tree. Yes. I'm trying to spin my money like that. No, okay. <laughs> like what about I'm you, decorating the inside of the house, but not as the outside is not as much my thing. Interesting. And do you go for like the colorful look? I asked that because I listened to a podcast and this one was talking about how like, a lot of people that don't have kids go for like this very like white light, very clean silver kind of look on the inside and outside of homes versus families that have kids go for like the colorful lights and stuff like that. Ooh, I think what we usually do is we've gone for like a mix of both kind of. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious because growing up, all I'd ever had was colored lights and a star at the top. And then I went to a friend's and all they had was like the white lights mm-hmm. and an angel. And I was like, this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, wait, people do this stuff differently. I didn't know that. But, uh, it's interesting. Eddie? I was going to say, what about Daniel? I already went. I don't have much to say. I, um, I think similarly so. It's been different every year, to be honest. Like some times it's colorful. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> like it depends on. I mean, I guess who's decorating, although I don't know. It's been like a process to do any anything like that recently. So uh. okay, fair enough. So for this next section, we're gonna do a little differently than we typically do on the podcast. So we're gonna be going off our top five movies, but I want to kind of round table this a little bit because I feel like there's gonna be a lot of similarities. So you have your top five per se. If you want to make it six or seven, I don't really care. If someone already has that one, just go in with that conversation with them so we're not overlapping each other in the same conversation. But start from your five spot, per se, and then we're just going to roundtable this bad boy. So, Will, so, like, everyone will say their five, and then everyone will say their four, and then everyone will say their three, per se, and we're just going to talk about the movie. So, Will, what's your top five, and what starts at five for you, or on the border, at least? All right, uh... I'll actually start it off with my hot take, the one that okay. that okay. misses the cut. I'm actually not a big fan of the movie Elf. Like I did not see it until the year 2019 when we were coming back from the football trip to the Portland Trailblazers game. Who the fuck hurt uh, you? And I did not see it until the we were on the bus back, and I just was not my thing. I'll interject and say this. Elf is in my top 10, but it's not my top five. So I do feel, I think it's a little overhyped. I'll admit mm-hmm. that compared to some Christmas movies. But that's all I can say about that. Daniel, Eddie is Elf in your top fives. I assume they are. because Eddie, go ahead. What makes Elf so special? I have it. I mean, I have it kind of high too, but. I don't know. It's just hilarious. I love Will Ferrell. I think it's just why. I just love Will Ferrell. I think he's hilarious. Do I think it's funny in everything he's in? No. But do I think this movie's hilarious? Yes. And it's just for me, it's just a classic. It's one of those things that we always watch. So, yeah. Dan, okay. have you got it in the top five? I don't know if I have it in my top five, but it. I guess it would be a Christmas movie that I, I don't know. I don't really have a top five. I just have like a set few movie movies that I watch. And Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really with you on that one, Daniel. I, I have a one, yeah. though. I have a one. There right? is a one. I, everything else is kind of a mix. Yeah. The fact that you have Elf at two, Eddie, says a lot about you. And well, we're gonna yeah. Talk, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that. 
Daniel, what's what's in your set? What's a movie you have to watch? Top four, first say or five. Like, Who me? Yeah, you. What's oh, your, like, um, I I mean, I, it started when uh, I was in elementary school. Um, but the witching. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's <laughs> um, no, it's the Polar Express. Um, they always watch. They always had that on before you like you go on like winter break or whatever and like regardless if I actually like the movie or not I was just like I can't not not watch it at this point so I make a point to watch it and even if I have to watch it by myself so Mm. okay all right I I don't like the Polar Express maybe that's a hot take I I think it's probably because I've seen it too much and I think it's a little overrated compared to what I feel like I have for my Christmas takes but also I've was forced by my family to participate in the Polar Express like live show where you get um, on a train and they do all that, that stuff. Makes, yeah. Very, very I mean, weird person. How often do you get a uh, drift a train on ice? You don't see that. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Vin Diesel, that's your next stop right there. Exactly. Uh, Eddie, what about you? Uh, so I'm going to start with actually a bit of a 6-5. So I got six National Lampoons Christmas. You yeah. have that at six? Yeah, bro. It's it's good, but it's just not. I I think it's because I watched it so much later in life that it didn't become like a nostalgic movie for me. But five, I have two basically. It's the Mickey movies, the Once and Twice Upon a Christmas. For me, it's just a oh, classic. Shit. Just it, it, it encompasses as many Christmas stories and shit that you could like try and do. Like it's really good. And you get to see, like, and one of my favorite characters was Max growing up. So you get to actually see him in these movies. So it's awesome. I forgot. I totally forgot about those, but they would have made they would have made my cut. Yeah. Yeah. They would in the five spot now, actually. Yeah. They're definitely my top 10, to say the least. Hey, so. I had a man. I had to mention National Lampoon because I literally watched it for the first time like two years ago. So I had to mention it, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know. I'm like, Will with National Lampoon's Christmas. I know. Crazy, right? So I had to mention it, but it's not quite. It, it, wow. You can throw it in there. Like I said, I have a one. I think going into like this December, it's probably just on the outside, but I'm definitely going to watch it for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So my five, it's not the most well-known movie, but it's called I'll Be Home for Christmas. And I think I relate to it in that it's this, it's this like kid, he's at like a prep school and he doesn't want to go home for Christmas, but then he kind of does. And it's about his journey kind of to find the true meaning to Christmas and getting to see his family it's just i don't know it's a bit of a feel-good story i like to see character change and yeah i think it encapsulates what i think christmas really means so i i don't think a lot of people have seen it it seems like it's a lesser known christmas movie but i rock with it so uh will what's what's in your top four my guy so my next spot is actually one that i watched a lot as a kid um the tom and jerry nutcracker tale Mmm. I okay. think I watched it a couple times every year from when I was like five through like nine, 10, 11, whatever. I just think, cause there's not really a lot in the Tom and Jerry, just in general, there's not really a lot of like words or anything. So they really do a good job with like showing what happens and telling the story through like the visuals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, Tom and Jerry is legit. It's a legendary show. Anything any like holiday adaptation to it it's gonna be solid so i totally rock with that plus i feel like a lot of kid movies that you see growing up it's it's sentimental in a way mm-hmm. yeah but what about you guys anybody i mean i've probably seen it but i don't watch a lot of like kid or kid movies as much as i would say you should see it but moving forward dana what's your what goes into your next category what, what do you got in there like my next movie yeah, what's your next movie? Um, I mean, if I'm really, because a lot of times I run out of time and I barely fit in Polar Express. Um, but if I were to say the ones that, like, at least if I'm doing Christmas and I'm thinking of it, um, it's the what is it? The old classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, one? the old yeah. Rudolph. Yeah, like the stop yeah. motion one. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Or, um, that's a solid one. The like OG OG Frosty the Snowman. Like oh, I haven't shit. been able to find that one oh, yeah. like yeah. since I've like 
literally had it on a VCR tape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause like the new one that I found was like absolute garbage. <laughs> like I tried to watch it thinking that it was an old one and I'm like, Oh, maybe they just reanimate it. Um, it's, it's absolute bad. Um, let's see what else. The, the Mickey Mouse ones for sure too. Um, especially the one that stuck with me was the one that they were doing the whole Scrooge one too. Um, I, there's one that I know I'm missing. Um, that's one of those classic ones. And I don't know. I had it in my head, <laughs> but I'm forgetting it. Keep, so keep thinking on it. Yeah, yeah, keep thinking on it. I was going to say the Frosty and Rudolph ones are not in my top five, but like as far as honorable mentions, like those are just like Christmas movie classics. For sure. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Eddie? What's what's moving into I, number four for you? I mean, say it, man. Home Alone too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those that yeah, all three of them. We're gonna, we're gonna be having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's stuff. what I was afraid to say. I mean, yeah, I don't think say- there needs to be much to be said. Home Alone Two is a Christmas classic, and I think the biggest reason why I like it more here, Bryce, is because when I was like five. And I like watched it for the first time. I had just gone that previous year on my birthday to New York, to these places that they like show. So it's like, oh my God, it was so cool to see a movie with all the places I had been to. And it was just the one that I watched. Like I watched Home Alone 2 way more than one. I don't know why. It just, it happened to come on more, whatever reason. I just happened to watch it more. So just something that really stuck with me. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, two is a classic. There's... <clears throat> Yeah. Well, what? Oh, I guess I should say mine. So my four spots a little bit tied, but I'll go with Best Man Holiday, which I'm sure a lot of people again haven't seen. But I think it's got a great. Never saw that. It's one. got a great. Sorry, Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. You keep posting movies I've never heard of in my life. But my other number four is uh Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, and it's about this couple again. They don't want to celebrate Christmas, and they kind of get roped into it, and they have. They're both their parents are divorced, so they have to go to four separate Christmases, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Class, classic. You guys haven't seen it. I've heard like, of that one, but never saw it. I was gonna say, God, I've heard of that dang, one, man. and I have heard of the uh, what was the first one you said? You're five, I'll be home for Christmas. Uh, I've heard of that one yeah. before, I just haven't okay. watched it. Yeah, yeah, four Christmas. Yeah, I feel like funny, I had to. Yeah, funny story when I went to go see it the first time in theaters like years ago because it came out in, like oh. 06 or 07 the movie theater actually broke in like a small fire erupted so we had to leave so yeah yeah i don't know but yeah but will what's your number three and here we go this is top three right here baby i'm gonna go with one that i used to say as one just to be out there and contrarian but i gotta put die hard on here okay okay actually that's my number three as well i've gotta say die hard yes sir yes sir I could go really deep and say Rambo, but that's just, there's not as much Christmas in there. I don't hate it. I, uh, but like, but, uh, Die Hard counts. It takes place at a Christmas party. He's going home to see his family for Christmas. Christmas is integral to the story. It counts. Yes. Just a, just a fun fact for everyone. Uh, I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes top 100 holiday movies all time. Just to, just to like remember certain movies. And they have as number seven, Die yeah. Hard. Yeah. I've had, I'll tell you about this later. I've had several bums that have told me Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And it's it's gotten to low-key heated arguments before um, about it, funny enough. I, I think it is. I think, yeah. I think it counts. It counts. Yeah. I mean, he literally put like a Santa Claus next to a dead guy in the elevator. I was like, it exactly. was more Christmas than that. You know, funny story. <laughs> uh this last Christmas, I went to Disney World well, on Christmas Eve. I was watching the movie, and the lady sitting next to me told me I shouldn't be playing it because it's too violent. I was <laughs> like, "Ma'am, I'm 25 for one, and two, it's Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie." But yeah, I thought that was super funny when she tapped yeah. me on the shoulder. It was like, "It's a Christmas movie." Daniel, are you a big Die Hard on Christmas guy? Or... Um, well, I guess I just have to admit this that I've never, I don't think I've seen it. I, I've always heard both both sides of the story it's a christmas movie it's not one but i'm just like over here in the corner hey i've never seen it <laughs> i'm okay with you on that because like i've seen parts yep. of it i've never seen the full movie but oh i definitely God. would say it's like uh probably i'd, I'd count a christmas movie fuck it all right um Daniel, what is your, your yeah what is your three though 
Yeah. My top three? What's another movie you'd have to watch? Yeah, what's uh, I mean, outside, honestly, it's really just the, like, the ones that I'm able to consistently, I don't know why I forgot Home Alone, but the ones that I'm able to consistently watch are just Polar Express and then maybe some of the Home Alones. Okay. Because, um, like, oh, geez, what was, yeah, Frosty the Snowman and, like, the still motion one, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I only catch those if, like, I see it on, like, live TV or something, but, like, I don't go out of my way to see it either, but it's also, like, I can't think of Christmas without them either, um, but it's also weird to think about how there's, like, certain movies that have solidified themselves as, like, the, like, Christmas classics when, like, because obviously time is going to keep going forward, so how long do we keep watching these before, like, new classics show up? Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, it wasn't about a, was it a Christmas holiday? It was some other holiday I was thinking about. I was like, huh, I wonder when uh, that's going to change. Because mm. um, a lot of these movies are getting pretty old, like really, really old. Yeah. I was going to say, you're not it. wrong. Dude. I'm pretty sure Rudolph came out in like what, 1964, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, uh, what about you, Eddie? What comes in at number three for you? Uh, I already said it. Hold on to. Oh. Wait, oh, my ba- number three? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Santa Claus three. Two. Santa Claus Two. <laughs> I, I I'm just gonna put this out there. I don't really like those movies. You I, don't? They're not for me. They're not for me. Okay, fair. I'm not fair. a big. I'm not, they're not, I don't like the whole series. Hey, I saw they're bringing back. Aren't they making a new one? Yeah. Oh, they're making a TV series. Then they're doing a few. Oh, like Disney's doing a few. Like bringing people back for movies. Huh. Um, but yeah, that's one of them. I mean, I don't know. I just really love Santa Claus too. I think when I rewatched like the first one, I feel like it was a lot of fun. But I think Tim Allen was way too uh, Tim Allen in that movie. Not not Allen. He was like way too a holeish in the first one. But I guess that was part of the whole theme, where like he went from being someone that is an asshole and like a workaholic to like actually giving a shit about other people. But I think the second one, it's funny to see him go from. I've been Santa Claus for the last like five, six years. And now it's like, oh shit, I have to like reintegrate slowly into like regular people. And then he has to get a wife and stuff. So I don't know. I just like it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Will, what's your number two, man? Here we are. First, before I go there, I've got two statements to make. Shout out the much maligned uh, Star Wars holiday special being the first time Boba Fett was ever introduced into Star Wars. So shout out there. And then my my top two movies, I'm embarrassed to say, are going to make me sound extremely white, but. Do it, baby. It's all good here. I'm going to go with number two as uh, Love Actually. Because, hmm. hey, if you guys haven't seen it, as white as it is, it's a banger. Break it down for me a little bit. I've been meaning to watch it, but I've never actually got... Break it down for me. Just like, it's a star-studded cast, and it's like one of those... Like, Liam Neeson's in it, um, Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead, Kieran Knightley, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, shit. Like, anybody who's anybody is pretty much in it. And um, Martin Martin Freeman. Oh, okay. No, wait, not Martin Freeman. Martin Short. Oh, okay. Martin Short, sorry. You could have stopped at Liam Neeson. I would have already watched it. Yeah. <laughs> just, and then, you, then he added Keira Knightley, and it was even better. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, is Lisa Neeson in the CIA in this movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the real bad. question. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Bet. I'll add that. Sadly, no, he's just a dad trying to do right by his kid. Damn. All right. All right. All right. Daniel, anything you, any other movies you would throw in there? It's just top tier Christmas. Mm, I feel like all of them have been covered. Um, although there's there's like movies that I feel like have Christmas elements to it, but I don't know if they're Christmas movies. Because like I almost feel like you could is Mean Girls one? Because I know they have the the dance on the stage, <laughs> or um, Step Brothers. I feel like that's around the holiday. Or am I just remembering that wrong? There's definitely holiday themes in yeah. there, but I don't oh, know if like there's one that I'm forgetting that has Ryan Reynolds. And I know her face, but I forget her name. Um, where they go up to Alaska. Sandra Bullock. It's uh yeah. the proposal. Oh, the pro- uh, that's yeah. a solid one. That's a hilarious movie. Yeah. 
100%. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm also seeing Love Actually has uh, Colin Firth and Al- Alan Rickman, bro. Yeah, Alan Rickman, Holy yeah. Shit. You had me at Colin Firth, sir. Yeah, dude, that's a solid right. cast. I'll have to see if that's on the street. I, I'm flying tomorrow, so I might actually have to put that back. It's gotta, you got to be able to find it somewhere. Yeah, if not, I'll, I'll use one of my means, you know, see what I got to do. But, mm-hmm. Eddie, what, what comes in at number two for you? Uh, I already said Elf earlier. Oh, my bad. Yeah, my yeah bad. you're All good. Right. You're good. All right. Yeah, for me, my number two, you already said it, National Lampoons. I think for me, it holds such a special place because I remember specifically watching it for the first time when I was like seven. And it's the one movie that I've always done a good job of making sure I watch on Christmas Day or at least Christmas Eve, depending on scheduling issues. And I just have so many, like, just so much fondness for it. I think it's just has a special place in my heart watching the movie. And I think it's very funny. I think it's still comedy-wise, holds up today, and definitely not a movie you can make in nowadays climate, but that's all right. <laughs> Plus, there's a whole bunch of National Lampoons, if you guys don't know. Uh, they don't just do Christmas. They actually There's like four or five out there, and they're all very funny. I think the vacation one's probably my favorite overall. But All right, Will, bring us home. What's your number one? What is the penitential christmas movie uh my top one is one that i feel like recently especially over the last three four or five years watched at several times or come in it's on tv and i'll just watch from wherever it's at uh it's a christmas story it's a Mm. it's a a classic like you can't really go wrong with it i look it i won't say it's in my top 10 but it is a very good movie and I live for the moment when Ralphie beats up that motherfucker. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. Like but... it's just just one of those like it it is Christmas. It oozes Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's they're coming out with a sequel, aren't they? They brought back the original actor. No, didn't they already make a sequel? Did it already release? I thought they just uh-huh. announced it. I thought that one up. I gotta find that. Well, technically, there is a Christmas story too. They got made in 2012, but it looks like it didn't bring back any of the original cast. Maybe it was just like a one of those poorly made ones. Yeah, I think I think someone announced that they're gonna do it with the original actors, or some of them. They're gonna bring some people back. Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. All right, but Daniel, I know, I know, but what what's one that if someone held a gun to your head, or you had to watch for? 24 hours straight you would go to besides the ones you've already picked <laughs> um dude i don't watch that movie many movies for christmas <laughs> it's literally just the polar express <laughs> i get all right i guess data loves the polar express and it is meant to i guess so i think eddie what's your number one all right it actually changed over the last few years. I had I had to reshuffle this because for those and I'm just gonna preface this by saying for those that don't know, I don't really cry for movies. Like I've really never shed tears for really any movie ever. And I've had many people like tease me about it because they're like, "Oh, you're not gonna cry for this or that." I'm like, "No, like, it, just, it just doesn't do it for me." But besides Toy Story three, yeah, besides Toy, when they say bye to Andy, which made me tear up a little bit, dude. This movie, Klaus, on Netflix, I don't know why, just hit me. And it's such a great movie, and it's my it's my new number one. Will you break it like, down for me? Just I wasn't bawling or anything, but it was just like I, I did tear up. Um, basically, it's like a reworking and like a fantasy tale of how Santa Claus got started. Um, and this guy is a like stuck-up son of like a postmaster and so it's animated too so you get sent to like one of like their shutdown posts to try and re- bring it back and like his job is to have a certain amount of mail done by by the time they check back in with him and like you can only get to this island by like like boat or you cross the ice where the semi live um and basically he ends up meeting what would become santa claus there and yeah it's a really good story and it like ends up bringing the town together because like the community is split in two, between two like families, and yeah, so it's really right. good. Hmm. 
It should I mean, still be on Netflix, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think it's a Netflix original. Bet. I think, for me, it has to be Home Alone. I think it's the first Christmas movie I ever remember watching. I've always been able to see it, no matter what. And it's just iconic, man. Macaulay Culkin, for a kid actor, just kills it. And uh, two of my bum moments, I have two bum moments for this episode. One comes from National Lampoons, and the other one comes from uh, Home Alone. So I think I just have cherished memories of that. But moving forward, let me ask you guys this question. Do you guys mess with the Hallmark Christmas movie? Uh, Hallmark hold on, hold on. Movies? I, I want to <laughs> oh. throw them. I think uh, for those of you seen, have you guys seen the um, trailer for Violent Night with David Harbour? Yes. I've seen, I've seen commercials for it, but not like the full trailer. Low, low key might have to be one of the top 10. Uh, maybe, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but it looks hilarious. So we'll see what happens. Anyways. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. But moving forward, how do you guys feel about Hallmark Christmas movies or Hallmark movies in general. And, and I'll take this. Look, I don't want to hate Hallmark movies. And I'm saying that uh, I'm even 50 50 on even saying that out loud. But I just think it sucks how predictable they are. They literally set a box. If you were made to make a list of like how to make a Hallmark movie, it's a mm-hmm. person leaving a big city of New York, LA, wherever, to a small town where they meet either a, a baker a fucking dog walker some just uh, you know an ex-ceo of a fortune 500 company i don't know some shit in which they meet over some shit then they break up and then they find out they actually love each other and that's damn near every hallmark thing i swear hey man if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> Jesus. okay i laugh because I, People that love Hallmark movies, like my grandparents, they love Hallmark movies. And they watch every single one and are so surprised by the ending. They're <laughs> literally shocked the entire fucking time. And it's like, it's so predictable. I, I don't know. But I know a lot of people like them Hallmark Christmas movies. Eddie? Um, yeah, my mom's a big fan. I will say, while I don't, I don't really hate them. And yes, they're super cookie cutter, but like at the same time, I don't think it's December and Christmas time. If my mom, if I don't wake up and I'm home for whatever amount of time I've been home for. And like, she's what has it on. Like it's one of those things, you know? So. What about you, Daniel? I don't really like them at all. <laughs> um, I just, I feel like I've liked them less as I've gotten older. Like, I don't know. They're just, a lot of them just get too cringy for me. Just like, yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, moving into the bum moment. I, I only wrote this because I have some good Christmas bum moment stories. But I was curious if you guys did as well, just in general. Uh, Daniel, you have any good Christmas bum moments? Um, I mean, one that comes to mind is me and my sister, obviously, are not going to fall asleep um on christmas eve um actually i have i have three like quick ones so we uh at least for this first one we go downstairs um and we had like guests over that were staying over that night and one of them to prevent us from uh opening presents early me and my sister apparently had slept right in front of the like there's the to get to the room that had the tree in it there's like two doors you have to open and it's like one of those I close in the middle type deal and so I tried to like full-on open it and ended up whacking the guy ended up sleeping like long ways across so the door wouldn't open and woke him up and got caught red-handed trying to do that in the middle of the night um the other was me and my sister like to snoop around for presents um before Christmas and we actually found like this was the year that I guess my parents had gotten us a Nintendo Wii and we found that and we didn't say anything and until they eventually found out and they let us open it like i think it was the 23rd so we had to open that early um and then i know that was a let's see there's one more but i'll, I'll come back to it when i react i, I getting i yeah. am dumbfounded that you had the parents that if they would let you like snoop bro my mom my mom's the she would leave well they wouldn't let us snoop it's just like um they would do actually a really really good job of hiding stuff it's just that 
um, I had lost something in the closet or something. I was messing around with something and uh, it ended up being like super deep back there. And I ended up stumbling. I'm like, huh, this doesn't look like it should be this random ass box should be back here. And then, yeah, opened it. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> All I'm going to say is my mom yeah. wasn't cool like that. But yeah. What about you, Will? You got any good fun moments? Not. I, I was trying to think today and not that I could remember off the top of my head. Okay. That's hate fair. To, hate to not be able to add to this one. No, it's a, it's good. Eddie, you want to take it away? Um. <clears throat> yeah, I got one. I think I mentioned it before, but when I was younger, uh, I broke the nativity set at my grandfather's house. Uh, it's a mini nativity set. I broke it, and I was so afraid to say anything. My other cousin stepped up and took the blame. Uh. He's a homie. Yeah, he's a real one. Uh, so that's awesome. And then my other one was last Christmas. Um, went golfing. And this is the first time I've ever golfed with my uncle, which, by the way, is the father of the cousin that took the fall for me. And I had heard stories about him and golfing. And this is someone that has thrown a club and lost it in a tree because he got so mad. Dude, from the start, just fantastic right off the bat man he shanks his first shot and then you just hear him fuck and my other uncle who's my godfather just laughing with his usual like chuckle it was a great day it was a great day listening to him just bitch and moan about golfing and everything it was awesome it's not my bow moment but it was awesome to hang around and just hear that the whole time so my first bow moment it's kind of two and one but uh the first time I saw National Lampoons, I was drinking a purple, I was drinking a grape Fanta, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was the first time watching it, and I didn't realize it was a comedy movie, and as I was drinking it, something happened, and I shot the purple Fanta straight through my nose, all over to the carpet, and I was, it was horrible, and then I dropped the soda and sold it all over my mom's carpet, and that was like one time where I, I think it was so funny to everybody else that my mom did not actually get that she wasn't that upset like everyone thought it was that funny but then the following year was the first time i saw like home alone and then it did the exact same thing with chocolate milk and i did get in pretty good trouble for that one but like it was a scene where uh kevin puts the fireworks in the little pot as the pizza boy or as the the burglars are coming around and he, and he plays the audio recording and the guy's like i'm gonna light or oh that's the pizza guy he's like, i'm gonna light you up and when that happened dude i still lose my shit watching that even now uh but my second bone moment and this is the reason i hate fucking chilies with a passion uh went to chilies after christmas eve usually my family get together and go get some food together and i ordered regular tasting pasta i took a bite of this shit it was so hot like it made me cry uh for you guys know i can't handle spice like at all i'm horrible with it daniel were you there when i was eating the regular ramen and was sweating super hard no yeah. it was something yeah um but yeah, yeah, I can't eat hot food, and this is why I hate chili. So then they bring me out a new one. They're like, oh, our bad. We brought you out the spicy uh, pasta. The version they brought was even hotter, dude. And it was to the point where I cried for 30 minutes straight. Like, I could not, I could physically not stop the tears coming from my eyes. Like, I, I felt like I had a habanero pepper shoved up my throat or something. Like, Don't y'all just love it, spicy food, man? It really gets you going. I, I do. Oh, but, yeah. but then after, like, I couldn't continue to cry because I was like, I hate chilies. It's really Christmas for me. And, yeah, that's why I've never been to chili since then. That happened when I was, like, eight or something like that. So, yeah, that's my bum moment. But moving forward. I think personally for me, what really makes Christmas special is the music. I don't think there's really any other holiday that really gets the music to it like Christmas, I would say overall. So let me see. I, I originally wrote top five Christmas songs, but then I thought about it. I think the only one that would come close is like 4th of July or any other like Memorial Day or. But that's like super American and. Yeah, it's U.S. centric yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess you can listen to like Creedence Clearwater and fuck it, <laughs> but that's another story. Anyways, but yes, yes. But yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of take the lead. I think it's pretty obvious that all I want for Christmas is, at least in the U.S., the most popular overall for most people. I'm not saying 
But I think it is a classic whenever it comes on. But I'm pretty, pretty big fan of Michael Bublé's. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm really big fan of Michael Bublé. And when that song comes on, it just gets me in the mood. And there's always a, in my head, I always picture myself outside in like New York while it's snowing, listening to that song. And like that being the ultimate like Christmas food. Big fan of Jingle Bell. Yeah. Big fan of Jingle Bell Rock, uh, rocking around the Christmas tree. And then here comes Santa Claus. And there's so many more, but I'm going to tap myself. And I'm not saying that's like even in specific order, but those are, I think, consistently my top five. Uh, Will, take us off, man. Yeah. Are we doing like before with the go around Robin, or are we just saying our top five? Yeah, just say your top five. We'll we'll jump in there. Yeah, I've got first off honorable mention, uh, the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Not mm. clearly not Christmas, but it's still the same season, and it's got to throw out some representation out there. And then, but other than that one, um. Big love grandma's got run, grandma got run over by a reindeer. Um, last Christmas by either Wham, Taylor Swift, whoever you want to put on it. Last Christmas, I gave you oh, classic. Um, Silent Night, as far as like the super classics go, and then anything by the Trans Siberian Orchestra, Carol of the Bells, mm-hmm. anything like that. Classic, okay, rocking with it. What about you, Daniel? Anything that just really sparks your mood? Um, well, for one thing, I know how to turn you on for Christmas is just throw some Michael Bublé, like Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, turn on Bryce on 101. There we go. <laughs> um, my top one is probably, um, what was it, Last Christmas by Wham? That would probably be my number one. Um, followed by Mariah Carey. Michael Blue Blade is good too, or um, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Um, I know that's in Home Alone too, um, too which is kind of where that stems from. Um, but it, like, if I'm like trying to mellow things out, probably have yourself a Merry Little Christmas is a nice one, depending on the Christmas. Um, but there, there's a bunch of other classics, but yeah, just, just anything along the lines of what I normally do. For, I mean, I guess things have progressively gotten easier because like now I can just go on Spotify and there's like an entire like Christmas playlist already set out. Um, but just kind of like with the movies too, I feel like eventually when will like new Christmas music start like working its way into like getting known as classics. Like I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to pan out. Fair enough. What about you, Eddie? Oh, I agree with that, Daniel, because I think for the most part, it's just basically people just singing the same songs over again with some slight twists on it. I mean, it's not a bad thing at all, but... Ooh, Snoop Dogg's. Uh, I think hey, yes, yeah, sir. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think it's a lot harder for music than it is for movies, and maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but I don't know. It's just one of those things. But, yeah, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, fantastic. Um, Silent Night. Like Will said, I'm gonna throw in some random ones. Run Rudolph, run by Chuck uh-huh. Berry. Some yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, Meli Kalikimaka is just one that my uncle loves to play all the time. Um, yeah, White Christmas, Let It Snow, Rock Around the Christmas Tree, Santa's Coming to Town, Jingle Bells. Uh, <clears throat> this dude, there's like so many bangers for. Christmas music on so I couldn't I was looking at the list we talked about it before yeah mommy saw yeah exactly uh Santa baby like you can go on and on with all these people the other the only thing I say is like when I want the classic classic I probably listen to Frank Sinatra is my go-to on his stuff and then I'm gonna add this last piece these are for two specific bums that I hope you're listening to this when it comes out Christmas bangers y'all know exactly what i'm talking about it is dubstep over christmas music and let me tell you whenever i'm in that kind of exciting mood that's what i want to play hell yeah yeah funny story when we lost to oregon state in 2016 me and another bum were driving back from corvallis and i was like getting really sleepy on the road and he was like 
I'm gonna put some stuff on and and it's gonna wake you up. And he put on the Gucci Mane, the return of East oh, Atlanta yeah. Santa, and yeah. Saint yes. the Saint Breaks intro. Bro, I was yeah. hooked. Winner, winner, winner. I pulled up. <laughs> yeah, that one's a good one. <laughs> like what? I I so so continuing that so that uh winner I went home and I played that in like that we were in a van with the entire family with grandparents all, and I played that and yeah I definitely got big trouble playing that around my grandparents <laughs> younger cousins like I think I got like twenty seconds into the song before someone turned off the radio <laughs> but yeah good times but moving forward I'm curious what what do you guys think makes Christmas just this massive holiday in the u.s like like as we've already talked about in the beginning of this episode it somehow eats thanksgiving and in some households i've learned it eats part of halloween like like people start getting ready like mid-october i i'm just curious if you guys have like any thoughts like do you think it's the just the overall what kind of comes with christmas or do you think people are just so kind-hearted and can't wait to give stuff away to other people out of the kindness of their heart. Will, you're, you're nodding your head a little bit. I'm going to be, I don't want to say it, but I feel like it's the, it's the capitalism and consumerism there. Mm. I, I don't want to be that way, but I, I do genuinely feel like it. Cause like the modern interpretation of Santa with the white beard and everything comes from like Coca-Cola and basically invented that. And so I'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just, I think that's what's made Christmas eat through Thanksgiving, eat through, eat through uh, parts of October even and before Halloween is just like it being pushed on us by like Home Depot. Like I think it was Eddie was saying it before, just. Yeah, I, I said that before starting earlier. Yeah, I started that before. I literally just went to Home Depot today and like they already have hella Christmas shit there. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. What do you think, Daniel? No, I agree. Definitely the capitalism type thing. But I also feel like part of what makes it even bigger is like, at least for the US, we don't really have that many other like I guess bigger holidays, I feel like. Like I don't know. I I just feel like Christmas is like the one that like everyone or at least that that area of time that everyone has something going on whereas like and then i guess you can kind of throw in new years around then because it i think that's also part of it because like around the fourth like some people care but some like eh. and i feel like you're not buying like gifts and stuff for people for then and halloween it's like yeah the scary movies and then candy but it's not every again not everyone gets into that and then Thanksgiving, like Black Friday, but if at least for me, right, like that's just so much effort to go through and like have to beat through people for like the deals off of that and everything. So I think it's like you can kind of go crazy on Christmas in terms of buying stuff, especially if you do it like hell in advance. Um, and just like, I don't know, I think it just has more of it just works out better for everyone than a lot of the other holidays that we have in the U.S., yeah, I mean, I completely agree. It's someone that used to heavily, heavily participate in OG Black Friday. You know, I almost got my arm broken because I got ran over by a shopping cart in eighth grade. Like, I was in the big stuff. But, but yeah, I worked retail. You guys know that we're there. And, like, the things I saw working in a department store in November alone, leading up to December, disgusting. Just, you know, see, you know, it hurts when you literally see the Santa Claus at the, the store hired in the back, you know, drinking a what's a, sh- a shooter? Is that what they call it? Like the, <laughs> taking a couple of shooters before he's going to work with the kid, and like you see, like him holding, like stuffing a pack of cigs into like his belt line, uh, and, and like you know, just seeing the way, like you know, seeing how stressed so many parents were about getting their kids gifts, like seeing parents. I wouldn't say like a breakdown, but like getting almost to that point about what size oh my god like are they gonna like these sweat you know what i mean or like being the guy that ran the shoe department and be like yeah we don't have that shoe size and then that parent looking like they want to fucking kill me because i'm gonna ruin their kids christmas you know so i don't know stuff like that the single course how some kids act 
it's um, just like oh sorry i was ahead. just gonna have one more other thing that i think part of it has to do is like um at least for kids in school and everything too they have like that entire winter break off too or like just people in general so they have more time to do stuff other than like compared to like some other holidays as well sorry yeah no i mean i think too that's also like a formative time in those kids life so it's a lot where a lot of their memories come from uh as far as family time and things so it's like it makes it even more of a profound holiday for them yeah i i agree because the first thing that came to my mind dale was like oh summer should be the best fucking holiday in the world which in my opinion is because you know you get all that time off from school when you're a kid but i don't think it's as concentrated you know like winter break when you're a kid it seems like every day there's something new between decorating the house or going to that family function or you know going to that event for that celebrate christmas or like like we used to go to oklahoma city to go down this huge snow slide they would make you know i used to have my family all the time and like yeah like you said when we were younger i don't know it's very pivotal but i think it's the concentration stuff you do but well i oh go ahead uh, i'm gonna <clears throat> this last piece that i threw on there just to uh highlight kind of to daniel's and your point bryce where you kind of get in that stressful time of the year too I think as good as Christmas can be in general, it's when a lot of people try to put on brace faces, right? It's a lot, a lot of people try and gather together, right? It's a lot of people try and be happy with whatever's going on. It's like the sign of, hey, the year's almost over for people that celebrate. We're going to have a nice fresh start, hopefully. There's a lot of hope that comes with it, but there's also a lot of bad stuff that does come in. The stress of getting the right presents, getting for the last minute getting together with the family you don't want to see, getting together with potentially with friends you don't want to see, right? If you happen to come home, whatever it is that's going on, um, it can be tough, man. And I, that's the only thing I want to say is that Christmas can also be really tough as a, as a time period. And it sucks sometimes. And, you know, you kind of do your best. But, you know, hopefully everyone that's listening, like, hopefully it works out. Hopefully everything goes pretty well. And if it doesn't, hopefully you get the chance to, like, chill take time to yourself with whoever you really want to be around and have a good one. Yeah. You know, I think a perfect example of maybe something, you know, the three of us can at least talk about is do you guys remember 2018, we went to the red box bowl. I don't know about you guys, but we got, I got off of work the 23rd, like half day. Yeah. And I had to be back on the 26th, the morning yep. of the 26th. And I live in Oklahoma, dude, that was one of the most stressful days of my life because I remember getting off of work. I had to bring the clothes I was going to travel to. I had to bring everything I was going to take to the bowl game, you know, because we couldn't really ship our stuff being in the situation I was. But I remember having like two humongous bags and I had to take some, I think somebody gave me a ride to the airport. I don't remember. Either that or I took a lift. I can't remember. But it, but I, I barely made my flight from work to the Eugene airport. I didn't get in till like 11.35, uh, which was super stressful. And then like I had like that day basically. And then that next morning I had to go to the other part of Oklahoma to go see my family and then celebrate Christmas that same day. And then also catch a, like a 5.30 a.m. flight so I could get into SF before noon. Like that. And, that, and I know that's not like per se the holidays, but that was like a stressful time during all of this. For me, I was curious, like, what your guys' experience was with that 2018 situation, maybe even that 29. Um, Will, I you know you live in Arizona. Did you even try to go home? Yeah, 2018, I didn't try at all to go back home. Like, my parents actually, my parents and brother, they flew up to, uh, they flew up to Portland. So I went up there for a day or two, and then we went down to Eugene for a day or two, and then it was like, all right, it's the day after Christmas. I got to go. And then in, but then in 2019, I know you guys weren't around for it, but it was basically the same deal where, but cause we were in the Rose bowl and it was at LA. I got to come home cause it's a hour and a half flight to LA. So that was not, but that, that was like on Christmas day though. So it was like leave, leave 10 AM Christmas morning, get in 1 PM team gets in it a few hours later. And it's just, it's tough that was a stressful i got to leave a little bit early on the 22nd um and i got in that night i think because it's my mom's birthday so i was like 
really wanted to be back in time for that. Cause I, that was like the first time that I had really missed a lot of Christmas time with my family. That was like a really new experience. I'm actually glad I had that experience. Um, it may be masochistic. I don't know how you want to say it, but like, I, it's a good, it was a good thing to experience for sure. You know, I was still around with you guys, right. I had a handful of the other bums that still had to stay over Christmas break. Right. Um, so it was nice to be around people that I'm not usually around it during that time. Um, but yeah, it definitely was stressful as fuck. So for people that have to work over the holidays, like you're all the real ones for sure know that. Um, so yeah, I, I guess yeah. this is made. Thank God we won. I think if we lost. It would have been so much worse. So I, bless up for those W's. Justin Herbert throwing that touchdown to Dylan Mitchell is the best thing to happen to me because I got yeah. three. Hashtag seven to six game. Talk about fucking – I don't – we should do an episode on the Red Box Bowl, but all I'm going to say is I've never clinched so hard in my fucking life. For four fucking hours, I was like – I thought I was going to have a damn aneurysm. But I we'll talk yeah, – you should talk about the Red Box Bowl trip because there was a lot of stuff that happened on that from all our three different ends. Dana, what about you? Have you ever had like a very stressful – did you ever have to travel during the holidays like that? um not really um the only things for me is like christmas has progressively i guess like gone down for me since i've been younger i mean a lot of different family issues and stuff but i think there was like a year where it just was like really half a few years where it's really half-assed um and everything where like the bare minimum was done like i think we got the christmas tree literally like the day before or something and like yeah um I mean things have gotten gotten a little bit better but again like in terms of like preparing for Christmas I don't even know when to like start things now like the Polar Express I watch try to watch um before Christmas day like somewhere fit that in but like sometimes it really just seems like a normal day for me as, as sad as that is but um in terms of traveling I haven't really had any issues I think the only time like I've traveled on like a holiday or anything was like I think when I was doing my internship in Japan I was on the plane for my birthday but that was about it word I mean that's kind of why I wanted to include this though because it's like your experience Daniel was very much something that a lot of people have experienced as well like Mm -hmm. sometimes Christmas isn't all that's chalked up to be I think Mm -hmm. it's obviously like just fortunate that we've had so many good ones but like at the same time a lot of people that do have trouble with their Christmas times. Yeah. Well, I definitely think, you know, taking travel away, you know, the negative of Christmas is it's like if your family's financially struggling, I feel like there may be nothing worse in the world than like disappointing your kid on Christmas. I you know, dying, I, but I get what you're saying. Uh, I know. I think I, I think I'm being a dick. I'm being a dick. That, I know. I'm I know being you a dick. Are. But I think in this context, hundred percent. Yes, in this context, you're not wrong. But I mean, I really feel for families. Uh I don't really like to put this out there, but I always try every year to try to do like the angel tree or something along those lines to help out people on Christmas. Cause I feel like that's something that for me is totally worth giving to just, just so maybe a kid will get one thing they may want for Christmas, but that's kind of my last spiel. Does anybody have anything else they want to say before we wrap this episode up? Uh, shout out 2019 Christmas Oregon football trip up to see the Blazers game, leaving Jalen Red behind at where we got dinner. Wait, what? Okay, we'll talk about that one off camera because I already. Okay. Hey, shout out to 2018 Christmas. Will and I were roommates uh, for the Red Box Bowl. The homies, uh, he put up with me calling certain people constantly during that time and things like that. So, yeah, great time. Uh, shout out to 2018 Christmas where one of the managers made me watch a horror film and I kind of hit under the sheets like a little bitch with some of the eq guys further shout out that same christmas trip when uh bryce got tricked into going to the tenderloin to san francisco without knowing what the tenderloin was uh it's <laughs> awesome what a great all christmas I'm, experience all i'm gonna say is you'll never find the video of me crying in that motherfucker. <laughs> you'll never yeah. find it you'll never <laughs> find it yeah yeah that's all i got <laughs> all right daniel anything no nah, that's all i got Hey, it's good to see you again, man. This has been a treat for the bums to have, you know, one of our beloved co-hosts back with us. But hey, check out our Instagram at T-H-E-B-U underscore M-S. Check out our website, strugglingbums.com. 
I'm sure me and Eddie, though we won't be posting episodes, I think we're going to put in a bigger effort to post more blog stuff and maybe we'll do some more holiday blogs and talking about what we're doing in the meanwhile since we won't be posting. But hey, this has been Shrug of the Bums. You guys have a happy holidays and we'll see you bums later. Adios.